Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through the Sydney Roosters best 17, or should I say 18, for 2022. Now, I just want to remind some of you guys, I know you guys have been hammering me about this guy's suspended or, or different stuff like that. I mean, this is the best 17. This isn't the side for round one. It is the best 17 for the year, just so you guys know that. Uh... If I was doing round one predictions, there'd be plenty of guys that would still be out. For example, the South Sydney Rabbitohs one I did the other day. You know, Latrell Mitchell would be out. Like, like that's just an example. So they aren't round one predictions. It's the best 17 for the year. Just so I can include everyone in the side, it's actually much easier to do. So I'll go through the side like I normally do and go through each player after that. So I've got today Scott fullback, Daniel Tupo, and Paul Monorowski on the wings, Kevin Naguama and Joseph Manu in the centres, Luke Keary and Sam Walker in the halves, with uh, slash Drew Hutchinson. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Jared Warrior Hargreaves and Lindsay Collins in the front row. Connor Watson at number nine. From rumours, that's where I've heard that he's going to play. Uh, Satili Tupanua and Angus Crichton in the back row with Victor Radley at lock. Then, and on the bench... Sorry, we've got Sam Verrills, Egan Butcher, Renoff Atoni, and CO Siwa Takiaho, Joseph Suwali, 18th man. So let's go through this side. We've got James Tedesco at fullback, the leadership, the captaincy. This guy is just unreal. His 2021 season, I think, is definitely a career high for him. We didn't really see the best footy from James Tedesco, but he still played unreal. And the leadership that he showed when he was in the captaincy of the Roosters and in the captaincy of the New South Wales squad was just all class from James Tedesco. So, um, I mean, it was a, it was sort of a career high in the sense that it was sort of James Tedesco maturing in a sense, becoming that leader in the side. It was just unreal to watch. And I honestly can't wait to see James Tedesco take it to another level in 2022. The thing that worries me about James Tedesco, he had some sort of ligament uh, injury in his leg. It happened. The same thing happened four years ago. Just a bit of trouble there from James Tedesco. He's missed the past 12 weeks of preseason, uh, which is quite frightening. He's only just come back to training. Um, so keep an eye on James Tedesco. He could be injured. Uh, but, you know, we've got plenty of guys who can fill that role. We've seen Joseph Manu do it a few times. I think Suwali can play fullback as well. Um, so there's plenty of guys that can fill that role at fullback for them especially now they've blooded all these guys in the squad, all the young blokes that have been blooded into the team. We've got Adam Kieran, all this depth, all this depth is just so exciting to watch. I mean, it is going to be a very interesting year for the Roosters. I definitely think they are premiership contenders. We've got Daniel Tupo and Paul Monorowski on the wings. I think Paul Monorowski gets pushed out to the wing now they've signed Kevin Naguama. A lot of rumours suggest that Kevin Naguama will be starting in the side at centre. And obviously, the other centre has to be Joseph Manu. There's just no arguing about that. Therefore, I think that Kevin Aguama and Joseph Manu will be in the centres. And that leaves Paul Monorowski sorry, on the wing. Um, so uh, I think that'd be really good for them as well. I think he played a lot of winger for the Tigers off the top of the cap before he went, obviously, to Melbourne Storm, where he played a bit of wing there. Uh, and then at Penrith, he played a bit of centre and wing, depended, 
depending on where they needed him. So I think it'd be really good on the wing for the Roosters. I think they've got a pretty stacked team on paper, so it'll be very interesting to see how the side shapes up, um, whether who drops out of the side after round one and stuff like that. They've got plenty of depth and plenty to work with. So tough decisions for Trent Robinson, I think, in 2022, but I think he's going to get the right side on paper. Uh, and as I said, definitely premiership contenders. And then you obviously got Daniel Tupo. I think he's three-time premiership winning winger now. He's just a, a genetic freak. People forget how much of a genetic freak Daniel Tupo is. We're just used to him jumping up for those high balls and, and catching magnificent ones, the strength that he has. I mean, he's just a genetic freak. He's one of the best wingers in the game for me. Uh, and I honestly can't wait to see how he goes. Daniel Tupo, Kevin Aguama, and Joseph Manu in the centres. We already sort of touched on these guys. I think they're the best two options. A bit of experience in Kevin Aguama. He basically won the equivalent of the Clive Churchill over in the Super League. And then you've got Joseph Manu, who just had one of the best 2021s you could possibly imagine. The best. It was probably his best year of football, to be honest. He played fullback. He played centre. He played wing. He played 5'8". He was just everywhere on the field in every single game, in any position he played, he played well. He's just such a natural footballer. The fact that he didn't get center of the year blows me away. The fact that he didn't get that Daliam award blows me away. And the only reason he didn't get it was because he was playing a number of positions. He was playing fullback and playing 5'8". If he played center consistently, I reckon he would have got that award for sure. Now we've got Luke Keary and Sam Walker in the halves, but I've also got Drew Hutchinson there to possibly play halfback as well. We don't know what Trent Robinson wants to do with Sam Walker yet. He hasn't really made any comments about this yet. Um, so I've sort of put Drew Hutchinson and Sam Walker in that halfback role. I think Drew Hutchinson's 2021 was just so underrated. He just got the job, job done every single game. And I think it'd go well with Luke Keary, to be honest, because you've got that big halfback with a great kicking game. And then you've got Luke Keary, who's small, quick, uh, athletic, uh, great with his with his ball skills and kicking game. I mean, it would be such a deadly halves pairing, Drew Hutchison and Luke Keary. But then having Sam Walker there as well, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sam Walker in the 14 jersey. Uh, and I only say that because I think he was just brought into the NRL a bit too early, but they, they, you never know. Sam Walker could come in a few kilos heavier, bulked up, uh, you know, working on his defense and stuff. He could be all sweet with his shoulder and everything and just ready to go. So it really depends how Trent Robinson wants to use Sam Walker. He could even have another year in reserve grade, to be honest, and then come back in 2023. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how they use Sam Walker. I think now that they've debuted him, he probably will wear the seven jersey. I think for me, it really depends how they want to use uh, Sam Walker whether you know he wears the 18, he wears the 14, or he eventually does wear the 7. It'll be really interesting. And we already saw he touched on Luke Keary as well. Uh, but a either three of these guys, I would not be surprised to see them in a starting halves jersey, whether it's Keary at 7 and Hutchinson at 6, vice versa, or whether we see Sam Walker in there as well. For me, though, I think from what I've seen from the training videos, Sam Walker has bulked up a little bit, so... Would not be surprised to see him in the seven jersey, and I reckon he'll have an awesome 2022. We've got Jared Warrior Hargreaves and Lindsay Collins in the front row. People have seriously forgotten about Lindsay Collins and how good he is. He is just an absolute powerhouse, and 
having him back in the Queensland origin side is going to be huge for the Maroons. But not only that, having him back in the Roosters jersey as a starting front rower with no none other than Jared Warrior Hargreaves, who, don't forget, was playing 80-minute games for a front rower that is just unheard of. These two are going to be absolutely unstoppable in 2022. Plus, the forwards coming off the bench, who we'll get to later, they have so much depth now, blooding all those young guys from last year. So much depth. It is just mind-blowing. So, honestly, can't wait to see how this Roosters lineup works out. You've obviously got Connor Watson there in the nine. From what I'm hearing, that's where he was signed to play I think just for 2022, they've got Brandon Smith coming now in 2023. So I think Connor Watson will have a year at nine, uh, sort of build up those uh, hooker skills. I think it's quite a smart option as well. And then come 2023, I think Sam Verrills will probably exit the club. I've got him at 14 here. We'll get to that later. I think Sam Verrills will exit the club. Connor Watson will move into that 14 jersey. And then you've got Brandon Smith playing the number nine. It will just be such a deadly side next year. If they don't win a premiership this year, they are definitely in for one in 2023. Now we've got Satili Tupanua and Angus Crichton in the back row. Pretty deadly back row pairing if you think about it. Satili Tupanua, he was just so... So useful for the Roosters in 2021. He was playing in multiple positions. He was playing playing back row, center, and in some games, even winger. When they had so many players being injured in one game, it was just crazy. I think they had, I think, over 50% of their 30-man squad out in 2021. I could be wrong. It could be even more than that, but... I mean, the, the guys they got back this year, plus the guys they've signed, it is a deadly Roosters lineup going into this year. We've also got Angus Crichton there. Absolutely one of the best back rowers in this competition. So big, so quick, so athletic. I mean, he's basically the perfect back row package. It is just unbelievable to watch Angus Crichton. As a South fan, I'm actually still spewing we lost him, but sort of gotten over it now. Um, but Angus Crichton, he's an absolute freak, and I honestly can't wait to see how he goes. Also got Victor Adley at lock. If he stays suspension-free, he is definitely earning himself a New South Wales, if, if whether it's a bench spot or a 13 spot, I reckon he could do both. He's just unstoppable, Victor Adley. People forget how good he is. People forget how good his defense is. Like, it was just so... You had to notice it. When he came back into that Roosters side after his suspension in the back end of the season, he had an immediate impact on that side. An immediate impact. They started playing 10 times better than what they were playing, and they were still playing at a high level. Regardless of how many players they had out, I mean, the impact that Radley has on that side is just so precious for the Sydney Roosters. For the bench, we've got Sam Verrills, Egan Butcher, Renoff Atoni, and Co. Siwa Takiaho. Please, please try and name me a better bench than that. Sam Verrills, premiership winning dummy half. People forget this guy is a premiership winning dummy half. He scored a try in the grand final. People forget how good this guy is, and he and people forget he had that horrific eye injury at the start of the season as well. He 
nearly detached his retina. He could have been blind in one eye. Like, the severity of that injury, people forget. It was just crazy. And then he came back from that, and he played some decent football. To be honest, he played some decent football. You can't tell me he didn't because he did. He played some really decent football, especially after Jake Friend retired, after Boyd Corden had retired, Brett Morris was out for the season and, and off to retirement, and then Jay Moss obviously retired as well. So many guys you've lost. I mean, I, I reckon he'll do all right. The 14 spot, maybe coming on in the last 30 minutes of a game, giving Connor Watson a break at that nine jersey. I mean, for me, I see Connor Watson playing nine for this season, to be honest, just getting used to those hooker skills. So when he does eventually, for me, shift into the 14 jersey, he can slot into hooker. He can slot into 5'8". He can slot into the 7 if there's injuries. He can basically play roaming lock as well if you wanted him to. He's built enough to play lock. You could put him anywhere in the side, Connor Watson, and he'd do a really, really good job. It'd be really interesting to see how this side shapes up. You've got Egan Butcher, who I think really solidified a bench spot for me. He was unstoppable. He just has so much heart for a young fella. Comes in, plays dirty, gets the job done. That's exactly what you want from a player off the bench. He just comes in and gets the job done. I won't be surprised if Egan Butcher has a million clubs on his ass for a contract when he's off contract. I'm pretty sure he's off contract actually at the end of this season. Could be totally wrong. Could be next season or the year after. But geez, I wouldn't be surprised if Wayne Bennett is asking this guy to come over for the Dolphins in maybe a year or so time. Renoff Tony, a new guy they've got from the Bulldogs, absolute unit. From what I've seen from him, he is just a giant and he's just a monster. I reckon he's going to do really well for the Sydney Roosters. And then COCY Takiaho, most likely his last year for the club before he goes off to the Catalans Dragons. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, but, and that'd be really unfortunate for him going off to the Super League. I think he had so much more to offer the Sydney Roosters. Um, but I would do wish him all the best if he does end up going to the Super League. I think he'll have a pretty good season if it is his last one in the NRL. And then Joseph Suwali. I reckon this guy could come into the side at any time, to be honest. If there's an injury with Kevin Naguamo or Paul Monarowski, or even if those, if those guys aren't performing to their standards, which I'm sure they will, but if they aren't, you've got Joseph Suwali in the reserves. That is the beauty of this blooding of the young guys. If someone isn't performing up to scratch, if there's plenty of injuries like there was last season, the guys come in and they are prepared. You've got so much depth. I just said it before. If you've got so much depth, it is just unbelievable. That is your Sydney Roosters best 17, or should I say 18? Let's go through it again. 1-18. to 18. James Tedesco at fullback. Daniel Tupo and Paul Monorowski on the wings. We've got Kevin Naguama and Joseph Manu in the centres. Luke Keery and Sam Walker in the halves. Jared Rhea Hargreaves and Lindsay Collins in the front row with Connor Watson at hooker. Satelli Tupanua and Angus Crichton in the back row. Victor Adley at lock. Sam Verrills, Egan Butcher, Renoff Atoni and COCY Takiaho on the bench. Joseph Suwali, 18th man. Thank you for choosing Big Lizards League and all a rugby league experience. I recommend this podcast to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one.